Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about? Today, we finally have a movie with sexy people in it. A yep. lot of them. All of which them. Which is yeah. amazing because I mean, it's been a minute. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'd even go after John uh, John Goodman. I don't even care. <laughs> Um, So, yeah, we're talking about Coyote Ugly. Uh, It came out in 2000. So this is like the perfect. Yeah. Like we were the perfect age. Right. Yeah. I I was the perfect age to feel horrible about my body while I watched this movie. (laughs) (laughs) It was definitely. I could just look up to John Goodman. See, I was pretty much the same size as him at that time. This was basically like, yeah, this caused some major like food issues for me, I'm sure. Okay. I thought you were going to say some lady boners or whatever. I don't know. All right. I mean, uh, yeah, some of those too. <laughs> All right. And of course, uh, we don't like to uh, talk about these movies by ourselves. Oh, no, wait. We want to remind everybody to go watch the film first. Before we get started, if you have never seen Coyote Ugly, if you've never found a reason to watch this film, um, it's currently streaming on Hulu. So go find it there. Watch it. We'll give you a few seconds to pause the podcast, watch the film and come back and join us for the conversation. And you're back. All right. We've uh, we've all seen the film. We're all up to speed. Now we can talk about it. And of course, Mandy, you and I, we don't like to talk about these movies alone. We need to bring in someone to take sides. And today we're very excited to have returning guest, uh, Grand Rapids area comedian, Mr. Joe Elder is with us, everybody. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on again. I loved it last time. This is going to be great. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome yeah. Back. Uh, well, Joe, before you. we get started, I did want to mention uh, that I checked. I was uh, poking around on your Facebook page and I saw that you have an event coming up on March 12th. At the Everett Promise Plus uh, presents Comedy Night, uh, which is a fundraiser. Uh, so if anybody's interested in doing that, if you're around uh, Everett, I guess that's probably where this is located. Uh, make yep. sure you check that out. It's uh, raising money. It's a fundraiser. And uh, on March 12th, we'll get more into the details of that at the end. But I did want to let everybody know that as we get started. So that's what you're going to be up to coming up. But now. Uh, we always ask all of our guests, Joe, how long had it been since you watched this film before we forced you to watch it for the podcast? <laughs> when you wrote it down all, I got a complete flashback to about seventh grade. And I think, I think the last time I watched it would have been a freshman in high school. So maybe like 2004. Okay. 2004, okay. I think it was. Uh, no, well, yeah. Like a- I, it, it was a grip. It was, it was quite a nostalgic flashback for me. Perfect. So I enjoyed it. <laughs> That's what we like to see. All right. And we'll talk about how that affected you here in a minute. But Mandy, uh, how long had it been for you since you saw this movie? Probably about three years. Okay. It's it's kind of on the rotation. Just it's one of those like I just feel like having like a feel good movie, you know? Sure. Okay. Um, I remember watching this movie a lot as a kid uh, for obvious reasons. Um, (laughs) But it's been quite a while since I've seen it last. I know there was a time where I did watch it often and then eventually it just kind of faded away and, and came back around. Um, I have a feeling that I liked the movie more then than I did now, because if I had the same opinion of it as I do now, I probably wouldn't watch it as many times. I did <laughs> or you would have watched it on mute. <laughs> sure. yeah. There were, yeah, a few scenes. <laughs> um, all right. And uh, before we get kicked off with talking about the film, we do an activity with all of our guests right up front. And that activity has a theme song. And the theme song goes like this. Chop this, chop this synopsis. All right. It is chop this synopsis. This is where we take the the film, uh, Coyote Ugly, and we condense it down to 10 words or less. So to give your best example of the film, uh, maybe something that would be a blurb on the back of a DVD. Uh, does anyone want to go first? I will. Mine's I'll, really bad. 
So okay. I should probably go first. All right. <laughs> it's Take not good. I couldn't think of a good one. All right. So small town girl discovers dreams come true by looking slutty. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's exactly <laughs> similar. I thought that was, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. I'd watch it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Even if she was a good songwriter, if she was a big fat pig, she definitely wouldn't have gotten famous. So. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yep. I've got two of them. So I'll go first or I'll go before you, Joe, and then I'll just kind of sandwich you in between here. So I have a okay. uh, naive girl discovers you must first try in order to be successful. So that's <laughs> I like that. Okay. Ooh, kind of, it's very, very Tony Robbins. Yeah. I, I was going to say very heady and meta in a way. Right. Know? Yeah. A little Yoda action. You first. Yeah. Uh, she, you must try. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's like I her first it. attempt at success. And she was like, she got it. She was there. All she had to do was just give it a shot and she was good to go. But all right. And then Joe, what do you got? 10 words or less. It pays to be talented, I guess for her. Um, yep. Mine is uh woman wants to sing dances on bar until it happens. That, yeah. There you go. She manifested it into reality. Yeah. She just, she just danced her way into our hearts with her song and ability <laughs> to sing and love of Jeff Goodman or of uh, John Goodman. John Goodman. So, for sure. Dad love from John yeah, Goodman. That bar top was her vision board. And uh, yes, she made it, she made it come uh, my other one was uh, dad thinks hot daughter should be a nun uh, without dreams is what uh, I mean. Right. <laughs> there was it. I mean, there was a time, I guess, but, you know, while I was watching this movie, I'm like, come on. Like, aren't you supposed to be like, su-? and he's always like, you should have come to me. And I'm like, you didn't, you didn't really have like a, a open door policy there, dad. <laughs> yeah. He, he basically was like, come to me for anything, but don't be such a whore. Right. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, what are you trying to say to me, Dan? And he must have assumed, though, that his wife was also a giant whore, too, because she was in the music industry as well. <laughs> like, he had to realize that, like, okay, if she could do it without being a crazy, uh, you know, miscreant in life, then then obviously her his daughter could do it, too. But he was like, nope, she's going to be a crazy whore and I don't want anything to do with her. So. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he was expecting, but uh, it's such a 2000s movie, you yeah. know, it is. And I do have to say too, like now that we have Instagram and TikTok, and like, we just see hard bodies all the time. Like oh, they're wait, everywhere. Where are you seeing these? Let me write this down. Right I mean, <laughs> you have every... any handles that you prefer? <laughs> I just, I, I mean, like it just makes you realize like how many good looking people there are out there. I feel like we're kind of desensitized to it. Like, them dancing on a bar it would be entertaining because like but i wouldn't go there more than once sure yeah. <laughs> well the thing is most of the people don't have a live feed into like you know i don't know middle like louisiana just backwoods country people so it's it's not that we're only like the, a bunch of hot people exist it's just the other people just stay inside their like rustic cabin that no one no one they don't have internet or whatever so it's just think, a bunch of beautiful jeremiah johnsons all over the place right, right? right. yeah <laughs> i love it i just don't think we get subjected to the other side of that stuff which is probably best mm. i don't know i don't know that yeah, i would uh, be on board with it but all right uh so let's get right into it folks let's talk about the film mandy do you want to take away the uh the who's who right away we'll jump into that yeah all right let's so go. um piper parabo plays violet sanford Adam Garcia is Kevin O'Donnell, John Goodman, who is in every movie we've done. Yeah, like basically, like lately, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. <laughs> love it. And and not and not only that, but I always forget that he's in the movie when I when we decide to do it, and then I'm like, holy shit, John Goodman's in this again. Um, he plays Bill, Violet's dad. Um, Mar- uh, Maria Bello plays Lil, the owner of the bar. Isabella Miko plays Cammy, the tease. 
uh, Tyra Banks plays Zoe, the one, the coyote that left. Uh, Bridget Monahan plays played Rachel, the bitchy, bitchy one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mel- Melanie Linsky played Gloria, the friend. Um, and then that's pretty much it. Like everybody sure. else, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then there were some cameos too. Yeah, some weird ones in there. You want to hit those right away, or? Yeah, sure. Um, okay, so the most obvious one is Johnny Knoxville. I think plays Man at the Bar. As soon as you see him, you're like, oh, look at that. Yeah, he's listed in the credits as college guy, and I was like, dude, he's like 40 in this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's the creepy. I, and college guys can be creepy, but he's the creepiest college guy I I've seen think- in a movie in a grip. Yeah, I don't think he said a word, and he made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> it's those bags under his eyes. Like, there's experience there. There's, yeah, like, yeah. The, ba- the bags under his eyes hold so many tragic moments. I just he feel has, like. He's seen some things, and I don't want to see that. <laughs> um, also, too, the two women that are fighting over John Goodman at the end when they're doing the bidding, um, Carol Ann Susie, who's um, bidding on on john goodman she does the voice of how howard wallowitz's mom on um big bang theory she does a ton of other voices too okay um and then a- alex borstein um she who is bidding against her she does the voice of a ton of family guy characters but mm-hmm. also lois lois griffin is yeah. like the main one and she's also in like the marvelous mrs Maisel. Mm, yeah mrs Maisel. Yep. like she's a good yeah so she used to be mad tv as well back yeah. in yes. the day and did you mention too that the other uh, uh, Olson, uh, the girl from It's Always Sunny, uh, is one of the other people bidding? On yeah. Her, uh, oh, I didn't. Yeah, no. Yeah. Caitlin I, Olson, right? That's her name. Yeah, Caitlin Olson. Yeah, not to be confused with the Olson twins. They're not. Got not, yeah. Not the same spelling. Even it's not the same Olson. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get a little handle on some of these folks just by listening to them talk. Yeah. Let's meet. Uh, so this is uh, John Goodman uh, explaining why he doesn't want his daughter to leave. I think is what I've got here. Look at this. Four people killed last night in New York. <laughs> no reason at all. No reason at all. We have no leads. <laughs> Tragic. Dad, Tragic. I love it. I guess four out of seven million ain't so bad. <laughs> Headline should read: Millions survive night in New York. I love that. That's like one of the best lines. Right. Yeah. Not eggs or egg whites. Oh my God. John Goodman carries this movie for me. Like without him, especially, well, hold on. I'll shut this down. All right. Especially during this rewatch for me, if John Goodman was not in this movie, I would have just been like, we're done. I I don't. Yeah. Okay. We'll hang it up. For sure. Actually, after test screening, the filmmakers discovered that the audience wanted to see more of John Goodman. So they ended up going back and adding extra scenes of him. Right. Um, and then he uh, he admits that he just participated in this movie for specifically just for the money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's why he would sell out and be like, well, no, bring him on back. Let's do more time. I, right, I got right. Yeah. As long as you pay me to come back, we're in. Yeah. I can't like, imagine. Listen, this- you are- <laughs> oh, go ahead, Matt. I just I can't imagine this was like a passion project for John Goodman. <laughs> I really, it, it makes me think of my family and friends. Yeah. I really want to do this. I need to do this one for my grandma. Out in the world, yeah. I do think I do have to say though, upon my even my second watch, I was worried he was going to have a heart attack at the end when he's dancing on the bar. Yeah. Like when that girl's on his back and stuff, I just and all I could think of was like, oh my gosh, I feel like he's going to have like some sort of like cardiac arrest. Yeah. Yeah, well, he, he's back on track now, man. John Goodman's. Oh, he looks amazing. Yeah, he does look good. Plus, he I, he played my favorite character in every movie of all time, which is Walter Sobchak on uh, as the Big Lebowski. So. Oh, and yes, that is. Oh, that mm, oh. artist. He's an oh. artist. Joe, I have a confession to make to you here, and to yeah, the fire away. that are listening. 
I still have never seen Big Lebowski. So good. It's one of the movies that yeah. constantly comes up on this podcast. People keep referring to it over yeah. and over again. If, and, uh, yeah. I'm you will love it. If, if you're a John Goodman guy, man, I think it's the best character. He, he, I think it's his best John Goodman, like the best character he's done. Nice. Also, he reminds me of my crazy neighbor. Very <laughs> good. So well, I, now I need to watch it then, just because. Of that. Yeah, you'll love it. <laughs> right, yeah, um, it's one of my one of a big one, a big one for me when I was a kid too. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to just kick off the movie with the the. She's a small town waitress in Jersey, uh, and apparently from this town that she's from. Uh, a bunch of the girls have left town to go to New York to try to make something of themselves and none of them have ever been successful. So it's basically like cursed, right? Like you're not allowed to be successful if you leave this place. Um, so here are a couple of the townies uh, where she started and, and their little arguments they're having, which I thought was fun. What do you ever realize the truth, Vince? I ate nine pies and a meatball hero in one hour. That's a record. It wasn't nine pies, it was eight. You left two slices of mushroom on the last tray. Violet. You guys, it was six pies, no hero. I had to call the paramedics to pump your stomach, and it was three and a half years ago. When are you guys going to talk about something else? Never. This is what they talk I, about. This is I know. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Remember that football game in high school where I made the winning touchdown? Yeah. yeah this is their life goals. This is That's their Uncle Rico moment. Like, I yeah. <laughs> Exactly. That's, I thought the same thing. <laughs> if Coach would have put me in, we would have won states, no doubt yeah. in mind. Watch me, throw the, watch me throw this pizza over that mountain is what they're going to yeah. And not only that, but watching this part made me want to eat pizza. I'm not going to lie. Like While I was watching it, I was like, I must have pizza now. And their conversation brings me to the point, uh, have, you, have either of you ever uh, indulged in a food challenge? Have you ever gone to one of those restaurants that are like, if you eat the whole thing, you get it for free? I didn't do a eat if if you can eat for a whole thing you do it for free. But I used to eat at Tony's Pizza on the east side of the state, which like they gave you portions that were ungodly and okay. it was a, like the it was like a joke that nobody could eat whatever they gave you in a setting. But yeah. there wasn't a prize for it. But nobody, I mean, it was yeah, like it a banana split that'd be two feet tall. Yeah. You know, it was crazy. <laughs> I've done but. a couple of those in my life. Uh, we've talked about them before on the podcast, but I've, I've done a couple of those in my life and have never been successful. And it always makes me so oh. sad about stuff. Um, the most recent one I did, though, was uh, with Stu McAllister. We tried to eat like a fucking four foot wide pizza. It was in candy. <laughs> they had like, it weighs like 12 pounds or some shit. It was nuts. Right. And then oh, and not only was it terrible, but they were like, you can't. I was like, just give me meat. Like, I just want uh, ham and pepperoni and that's it. And they're like, no, you have to have a vegetable on it. And I'm like, fuck that. Like, I hate vegetables <laughs> on pizza anyway. And so the thing that we did to get around it was we put pineapple on it. So we had ham and pineapple. And Interesting. Pineapple, nice. Pineapple is awful. Like, I'm not a fan of pineapple anyway. Uh, yeah. And it's still we got through maybe a quarter of the pizza total. Like if you combine I, what both of us ate, it was awful. I wonder why the rule is that you have to have a vegetable. Is there some like gaming mentality to that? That like <laughs> I don't know if you don't have a vegetable when you're I, in an eating contest? I, well, just, just them specifically. I think maybe it's just because they didn't want people to go with like small items or so. I don't know. Uh, I see. Very strange. Mm. The only people who had been <laughs> successful at that challenge were professional eaters. Like they came into town specifically and it was a set of two women, and one of them was so tiny. There's photos of them on the wall. I know. Isn't that crazy? They were like, this woman was so small, and she ate so much pizza, and it was nuts. The Kobayashi <laughs> moment. Yes. Yeah. 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 And to, be, yeah. to be classified as a professional eater just seems like, 
I don't know if I want that gold in my life, but I'm going to guess that it had to do with cost because it's putting that much meat topping is oh, way maybe. more expensive. Yeah. So maybe they were worried that you were going to get it for maybe they look, took a look at you and Sue and were like, I bet these fucking guys can do this. They right. have to have a vegetable on there. Yeah. Yeah. Get one. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Buy, you buy three pineapples or a half a cow. Is <laughs> They're like, oh, my God, these guys might do this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I love it. Shout out to Stu, too, man. I love that guy. Yeah, he's, Stu's a good yeah, guy. He's the best. He's tall, man. You'd think he'd have a lot of room in there to put some pizza away. No kidding. Yeah, he's got... Yeah, exactly. He has an elongated gut. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. It's just taller than most. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, so I feel like pineapple was such a horrible choice, so there's so much was. acid and oh, stuff acid. in it. Yeah. It just started <laughs> turning. I was like, there can't be more of this. There can't be. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what vegetable could you choose? Like, I feel like peppers and onions would make you gassy. Like, I can't. Sudden, yeah. I couldn't eat an onion. Like, there, if you handed me an onion and said, I, "That's where I would have to really consider my dollar amount for even attempting to try to eat." <laughs> like, if to you eat thought, the- yeah, like if you said five hundred dollars to eat a whole onion, I don't think I could do it. I don't. I literally yeah. don't think I could make myself do it. Now, and not that yeah. I would want to. Right. I could really use the five hundred dollars, but I'm like, I just. My body would reject it as if it were not food. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't mind onions, but I got to caramelize those babies. Yeah, they're better <laughs> caramelize them. Sure. Make, it, make it taste like sugar and I'll eat it. <laughs> yeah, pineapple I know, right? Uh, pineapple shouldn't be allowed on pizza. Like Solo suggested mushrooms, which probably would have been a yes. better idea. Mm, mm. I, I just love pre- mushrooms. Pretended it was some other kind of meat, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. We're off the rails, folks. Let's get back to some clips here and see where we're at. Uh, here we can meet Gloria. All right. As you love her, my best friend. Wait, you said you love her like in this movie or just her in general? No, just her in general. I don't necessarily like I think that it's very. Yeah, this was overdone. Yeah, very, very. She was trying real hard and did not hit the mark for me on this one. This was real (laughs) tough. My best friend, Violet Sanford, has decided has decided to leave South Amboy tomorrow. And traveled the 42 miles. 42 miles. <laughs> okay, come on, bring her up here, girls. Come on, All right, we get it. We don't need to hear her sing. But yeah. It, it, she sounds like an Italian mobster's daughter or yeah. something like that. Like, what is this? What is it? Are we going to whack him? I'm not you know? <laughs> for sure. The 42 um, miles. She's in Yellow Jackets. I don't know if you guys have been watching that. Oh. It's on HBO Max. It's um pretty good. Okay, yeah, no, oh, I, have I haven't. Not, I have not heard of that even. Uh, I liked her in Two and a Half Men. Okay, so it must be she was a, she was one of the characters. Oh yeah, she was the crazy neighbor, right? That kept trying to go after. Yes, her. <laughs> after Charlie have, or something. Yeah. yeah Does she have a Boston accent in that one as well? I don't know, man. I just know she was like she had crazy eyes though. Oh. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, let's move on to our favorite parts of, or I guess favorite performances, standout performances from the film. I guess it can be bad too. Just something that was incredibly standout for you that you weren't expecting or that you didn't remember or just that was particularly good. Does anybody have anything? I loved, I loved it when I was a kid, I wanted to be her. And I still, when I watch this movie, love Lil, the bar, like the one that owns the bar. Okay. Yeah. I think for an older lady, she is freaking smoking hot. Yes. And not only that, but I love that she is like, she's missing a tooth. Like, I, I feel like that was a tooth that was there. And then she's like, you know, what would make like this more authentic. Like if I go get this tooth that I had replaced, yeah, like, they should go take that out so that I can be like this. Bar- yeah. Like so. Jim, Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber when they had him. Removed. Yeah. 
the chip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think she's a great actress. I thought um, okay. she's beautiful. I I do still want to be here a little bit, yeah. but I'm too old now. So yeah, I like that she played it like aggressive enough to be like these women like are scared of her, you know, and they have to like fall in line, which was nice. And then in order to handle, you know, owning and operating a bar of that size in the city, you probably have to be pretty aggressive. So I do. Yeah, I think she played that pretty well. Yeah, um, I think she was one of the best performances of the movie yeah. for being like on character and on point the whole time where you're like, I can see someone who's a bar owner in New York that's doing this acting that way. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, who was your standout, Joe? Oh, well, I remember it happening, but I just remember it so differently is when I was younger and he was trying to, um, Kevin O'Donnell is trying to stop her or help her with her stage fright. And he's got all the characters up. Yeah. The mannequins. All the, uh-huh. the mannequins. The standing, I remember yeah. that as being like a super sexy, thoughtful thing when I was younger. <laughs> and when I watch it now, I'm like, this is very creepy to me. <laughs> like that, that, it seems like there's this eye contact galore. I don't know. It's, it, it was. When I watched it again and he's walking amongst them, there's one with Patrick Swayze and everything. Like, right. like this is uh this why is does scary. He, why does he own those? Like, why, yeah. Did he buy them for the occasion or did he actually have all those in a warehouse somewhere? <laughs> Just waiting. I know he collects comic books, but I mean, Jesus, like, why do you, yeah, yeah. you need a life-size cutout of Patrick Swayze? <laughs> I, I've also made a habit of stealing the cutouts at movie theaters from the 80s since <laughs> I was a kid. Yeah. And I store them this one warehouse. And that is true. None of them were like current day. Like they were all no. old, older <laughs> cutouts. Throw, throwback cutouts. From where, dude? From where? You know? It yeah, just made it raised way more questions than it used to for me. Yeah. Yeah. And that was before like you could just hop on eBay and just get a bunch of shit. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I think it had to do with my junior high mind at the time or my young mind at the time. Oh would think if I had disposable income, I'd buy a bunch of cutouts of everybody too. No, why so not? Right. Yeah. That made sense to me then, I guess. Okay. But so not- my question now, and I know that this Matt has to have had one at some point. When did, did you ever have a life size or a giant cutout of something? I, th- I, oh, yeah, go ahead. No, go, Joe, go ahead. no, Joe, go ahead. Yeah, we don't um, I, I, I didn't have a, the only thing I had that was just like a big thing was we had a humongous Easter bunny thing, but I never had a cutout. Okay. But my buddies had those big heads on the wall of athletes. Like, yeah. I, like one of my buddies had Brett Favre that was like the size of a wall. Which <laughs> that was also why. Nice. Yeah. So I don't know. I love sports, but none of that makes sense to me. You know what? I want to wake up. I want to wake up in the morning and roll over and see a giant just, Brett Favre oh, face staring at Brett, me. Brett just Brett just looking at me intently to throw down the field. One day I'm going to catch a ball from him. Like I don't know what the hell that was, but I remember seeing him. <laughs> I mean, I would totally like. I would do stuff to that picture when no one was around just for fun. Like not even because I would, I mean, Brett Favre is a sexy guy, but like just, if I was just walking by, you know, or whatever, I'd just like stick my butt on his lips. Like yeah, just drag yeah, yeah. the wall. Exactly. Yeah. Take that Brett. You need to beat the pack or you need to beat the Patriots next week. <laughs> um, Sorry, Matt, go ahead. I currently have some sort of star Wars standee in my basement. I don't like or watch star Wars. It's actually still sealed in plastic. I got it from somewhere. I bought it from like a Goodwill somewhere. And I was like, maybe someday this will be worth something. I'm just going to leave it sealed in its packaging. Um, I think it was like a DVD standee, but it's got like the shape of that woman with the weird red dot on her lips and the white face. Mm. The whole thing. I don't know who she is, but um, Princess Padme, I think. Sure. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. One of the words that they use. Uh <laughs> 
I've got that down there somewhere. I have a giant stuffed Speedy Gonzalez plush, like huge. It's like fucking four foot tall, giant sombrero. It's insane. I also have um, a pink panther, like a gigant. That that's got to be pushing five foot tall. It's ridiculously that's, big. That's uh, cool though. That's that's cool. I bought <laughs> I bought them to resell them, and then when we got them home and realized they changed the the shipping prices on everything that's like massive, like those things can't be like jammed in a box, right? Like they, it would fuck them up to like get them down into a right size box. Anything over the size that's like manageable becomes like $150 to ship. And so no one wants it because they can't afford to get it to them. Like they'd have to give me a uh, dollar for the thing and pay 150 to ship it. And I'm like, well, I guess I just own these now. <laughs> uh, the, you the never know when you're going to need a giant speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> the logistics of moving these giant characters. You're right, right. I mean, but speedy Gonzalez is going to be canceled soon because he's super racist. So yeah. you might want to. Yeah. Oh, Actually, on. there. I was going to say, there's probably some, like, white supremacist that would be like, oh, it's just a show. (laughs) Do you ever feel like some of those characters are so racist that they get a pass? Like, Speedy Speedy seems so obvious that everyone's like, yeah, but he's going to get his day someday. So they always pass him to go to the next ones. Maybe he's always, he's just going to get to survive in perpetuity with yeah. us he's too quick to, he's too quick to pin him down you know like, yeah yeah he's, he's, he's moving fast man you can't God cancel me man. i'm too fast oh my gosh we need a speedy gonzalez movie is what we need the reason <laughs> yes um, or let's make one i did want to mention too brian uh is in the chats with us as well and he said he currently has an adventures in babysitting standy which is amazing Oh, great flick. I would put that on my wall right now. Living room, mm-hmm. I don't even care. I want to wake up, roll over, and find uh, Elizabeth Shue staring at my mm-hmm. face. Uh, he said, he, I, w- I would want a button that you push and it says, nobody leaves this place without singing the blues. Yeah, right? Yeah, singing the blues. I grew up on that. My babysitter made us watch that movie all the time. Right? He says he also has a Darth Vader cutout, a Spider-Man life-size statue. Uh, that was a blockbuster giveaway, and then uh, for the original Sam Raimi trilogy. So yeah. Oh, he, I thought he wow. got it from. I thought he got it from his art, his uh, Apple Bucks or whatever. No, no, <laughs> so yeah, working Apple, at Applebee's. Applebee's. He cashed in all of his Apple Bucks. No. It's um, <laughs> a big prices. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. So let's uh, let's move on from Standy. Yeah, we have to try to talk more about the movie. About this actual movie. Yeah. I was gonna so, round it off. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Um, so there is an actual chain of Coyote Ugly Bars uh, across the world. The original is it was in New York in 1993. Um, it, w- it was owned by uh, Liliana Lovell. Sorry, my cat's scratching on my sack. Um, she, she was a consultant on the film, which I think is super fun. Okay. And then last fun fact, because there weren't a lot about this movie. Um, Kevin Smith actually helped with the script, which I think is fun because okay. I love Kevin Smith. So Nice. Um, oh, I did want to mention we didn't. I don't think we mentioned this guy in the cameos that happened because it's barely a cameo. Um, the do you remember the O Face guy from mm-hmm. Office Space? Uh, the guy who was like, yes, he's banging yes. Lund- Lund- Mr. O'Donnell. Yes, I'm gonna show yeah. him my gonna show her my O Face. That kid. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember him. Yeah, yeah. this is, this is his part in the movie here. I'm a songwriter. Is there someone here I could talk to about my songs? I've been a struggling sax player for 12 years. What can I get you from the bar? It's absolutely his voice too. He has that weird crack in his voice from underneath. Like it's not like 
it's not like he's overexerting. He's almost like trying to keep his voice low and then it cracks or so. It's weird. It's a very strange voice. Yeah. It was definitely yeah, you're right. That guy. He was way less annoying in this movie, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, was that his only line? I think so. Well, no. no. Well, he does the Mr. O'Donnell thing. He's the one that. Oh, yeah. that, oh that's right. They have, that's true. Yeah. They he have tells her that, that he's the music manager and then he meets her out in the, at the back alley. And just yes. Comes, he gives him the nod. Like, look what I did for you. Huh? What a good man. <laughs> Not a red flag at all. Right. Um, I did no, also, seriously. Oh, my, my standout performance, obviously, we talked about John Goodman. Was, this movie was carried by John Goodman. Wouldn't have been worth watching without him as far as I'm concerned. I also really enjoyed Walt, the the cook, or like the, the club <laughs> manager. <that laughs> he was trying to tell him to go back in or he's fired, you know, and which we have. A yeah, that was there. awesome. Yeah. O'Donnell, who do I look like? You goddamn maid? That's Mr. O'Donnell, but I'll let it slide this time. I told you to take your stuff home and wash it. You got cow grease caked on the front. Walt, I've warned you about your attitude. You're fired. <laughs> oh, you better not push me, kid. I love it. Did he take, <laughs> did he take cow grease on the front he of did, it? I, I, he did too. I thought he said cow grease. What's he talking like beef? I get. I don't know. It's just a weird <laughs> thing to be very specific about. This is like. This it's is not prior. This is cow grease specifically. Gross. Uh, yeah. I mean, we, because I am a lunch lady and we serve burgers and I'm always like, and mm. it's my boss is always like, these burgers literally smell like cow. Like if you were uh-huh. to go into a, into a pasture and like walk, step up next to a cow, that's what our hamburgers smell like. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have that means nice. they're real. Gross. Yeah. That means it's real. <laughs> right. Maybe. No. <laughs> Fresh cow. Uh, that's a gross thing. <sighs> like, come on in for fresh cow. That's awful. I would not go to that restaurant. That's awful. Okay. It's like uh, movies. Wendy, the receptionist. Uh, you guys remember <sighs> her? I have a clip of her. I thought this was a great scene. This was very much the, uh, you know, popping her bubble of like, all I do is come yes. here and hand you a clip and I'm good to go, you know, uh, which I thought was great. And I had to get this 80s montage music for no reason. Like, this is 1999. Why are they using this? I just recently moved to New York, and I was wondering if you would give my tape to one of your artists. Violet, that is so cute. Now let me tell you about me. My name is Wendy, and I first moved to New York when I was 21 to be a dancer, but I broke my big toe. And then I got knocked up by this actor who dumped me to join the Peace Corps. So for the last 16 years, I've been raising my daughter all by myself. And then two weeks ago, she tells me (laughs) that she is a bisexual and that she hates me more than any person on the now, <laughs> what can I do? I can help you, please, because I am dying to make your dreams come true. <laughs> oh. So awesome. <laughs> uh, what be, comedic timing. That might be one of my standout performances right there. Yeah, me. she's amazing. Yeah. She's also, she was in Armageddon. She's been in, because uh, she's the one that has the speculum when he, he's like, uh, and she's like, all right, drop your pants. And he's like, oh, we're just here for some drilling. And she's like, funny. So am I. And then she like brings that uh, thing up. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. she, yeah, she's awesome. Very good. Um, I, I mean, that has to be just every it. person in New York. I mean, yeah. honestly. It came there, there and tried, were- did not succeed. And then just for whatever reason stayed and became part of the like landscape of New York. <laughs> like, yes. Like- I Go ahead. Oh, Sorry. I just I just imagine working in the office with her listening to her say that to people like <laughs> ten or fifteen times a day. Yeah. Like it's a practice script. She's yeah. just so mad at that same person, she gets the same spiel. And you sit yes. in the office next with the door open. 
Yeah, like, now let me ask you what I can do for you today. It's like, damn, son, you've done this 10 times since 8 o'clock. Right. right. <laughs> we don't know this, though, but after her shift is over, she actually takes her tape over to the office next door. Yeah. <laughs> no one else but me. Me yeah. first. But she doesn't really have a daughter. She's like, she's nope. actually really super successful, but she just likes to bitch about stuff. Yeah. Yep. Right um, after that, I- she goes... Truly, I'm an actress. I was acting the, yeah, the whole, whole time. time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's the explanation of the name for Coyote Ugly. We'll go ahead and throw this out. Did you ever wake up sober after one night stand and, <laughs> and see Brett Favre staring you in the face? So <laughs> <laughs> that's Coyote. Kind of right, well, why did you name your bar after something like that? Oh, because Cheers was taken. Cheers was taken. I love it. Uh, speaking of Cheers, as you all know, if you've been listening for a long time, I'm in the middle of watching every episode of Cheers, and I think I'm down to like the, the final 10. I'm very close to finishing that. Uh, wow. When did you start that? Like six months ago. It's insanity. There's yeah. so many episodes of, of Cheers. Well, and then you have to go to Frasier after this. I already did. I did it backwards. <laughs> I watched every episode of Frasier first, and then I was like, I got to go back and see where it came from. And I went back and watched all of Cheers. Wow. Retrograded it. I like that. Uh, Frazier's dad is in the series Cheers as a totally different character. Like, he's not Frazier's dad at all. Yeah, he's a regular that comes into the bar. I feel like, is he related somehow to um, the bitchy waitress that's small? Rita? Uh Yeah, Carla. No. He's a he was a jingle writer that they almost hired to have him come on to to write like oh. a, a new jingle for the final season of Cheers. Like <laughs> they were trying to have a commercial. Uh, yeah, it was very strange. I was like, wait a minute, how is hey. he doing this? And then not the same guy. Very strange. Yeah, that's right. funny. Uh, let's look at. I was about to play the. Oh, uh, we're winding down the first half of the podcast here, but I did want to get this one out before we skipped over it. Possibly the worst line in this movie, maybe the worst line in any movie. Oh, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. No, it's worse. Mm. Than, just listen. It, I mean, it okay. takes a minute to hit, but here it is. I remember the first time my mother played me bridge over trouble. Oh, I like this. Wait, wait. <laughs> I remember exactly what she was wearing. I remember exactly how her hair smelled. I remember exactly how I felt. Yeah. And every time I hear that song. What do you do? Exactly what she was wearing. Wait, you just. Exactly how her hair smelled. You just said that. Why, why would we wait for you to say it all over again? I while I was oh, watching wow. this, I literally I stopped it for a second and was like, "Did I hit rewind accidentally? Like why? <laughs> why is she no, it means, repeating the same exact line she did?" Yeah, it means she twice like, as much. Yeah, yeah. She had a like, I remember. Line. I remember all those things. She could have summed it up yeah. so quick. Like when I first heard. Bridge over troubled water. I remembered the way my mom looked, or what you know. Yeah, I just yeah. didn't understand why it needed to be done that way. Very strange. Okay, uh, because this was geared towards like like older teenage girls that wanted to you know make feel themselves. But, yeah, yeah, that wanted to have As, like all these feelings. Yes, and credit to you, Mandy, too. That I think, forgive me, Father, I have sinned is also very bad. Very bad. Like, that was. <laughs> I was like, oh, court court ball. We got, we got less than a minute left for this first right. half, so I do want to remind everybody, when we come back from the break, we're going to be hitting the Facebook question of the day, which was, if someone auctioned you off at a bar, how much money would you make, and what would you use that money on? Like, What would you buy with that money? We will be right back after these messages. 
Hey everybody, it's me, your boy, Stu McAllister. I'm the host of the Elemental Podcast. Please make it your fourth favorite podcast. It's constant swearing, occasionally funny. Free episodes every Monday and Thursday. Patreons every other day of the week. You're going to love it. Or maybe you'll just hate it. Either way, listen. Thanks. And we're back. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to those ads. It was most likely just the Elemental podcast with Stu McAllister. Check it out if you would. Uh, he just rambles on about his day. It's just Stu. No guests most of the time. Uh, he has a Patreon, uh, Patreon episodes that he does. He gives out a podcast every goddamn day. If you're into listening to Stu talk, you can just sign up for his Patreon for five bucks and you can go listen to him every day. Uh, that will do it for the ads. Make sure you go and do that. Thanks. Okay, we're back. Thank you for uh, hanging out with us over the break. For those of you in the Twitch chat, I do want to remind everybody that we do stream on Twitch when we record our episodes. So if you're into that sort of thing, if you want to watch along, make sure you follow us on Twitch. The channel that we stream on is mine, and it's Mattopoly83. It's M-A-T-T-O-P-O-L-Y-8-3 on Twitch. So go find it there. And all right, let's hit that Facebook question of the day. Again, I'll mention it again here. The Facebook question of the day was, if someone auctioned you off at Coyote Ugly, how much would you get? And uh, what's the first thing that you would buy with that money? So we're going to get your guys' response here in just a second, both Mandy and Joe, but we're going to hit what uh, our Facebook listeners said first. Okay, so Adam House said, my auction would be more like Chris Elliott from Groundhog Day, so I guess like three sticks of gum. Nice. I found I found on Facebook here that people seem to have a low opinion of themselves. I, I glanced at it and I was like, oh, this is sad. This is kind of a delve into the psyche of our fans. Uh, yeah, we have listener Stacey said, do they still sell penny candy? So that gives us an, a little bit of an idea of what she thinks she would earn her from that. Uh, Mr. Stu McAllister, we just talked about, he piped in on Facebook and said uh, four bucks. And uh, I asked him, he didn't give a response as what he would use it for. So I just assumed I asked him. Uh, would you be using it to buy a crate of football cards off of Facebook Marketplace? And uh, I feel like that's what he would do. So uh, if you've been listening to the Elemental Podcast lately, you'll know that he is collecting and reselling uh, sports memorabilia on Mar- on Mercari. Uh, yeah. Got a bit of a side hustle going. So check it out there. Um, and then we did have Jared Hibbs say $0. And with that $0, he would purchase depression. <laughs> so that's a challenge for him. <laughs> And uh, I think that was it for that. So did you guys, uh, how much money would you make and, and what would you buy with that money? What do you um, think, Joe? I, I would have to say if we were talking about 2022 money, I could maybe get $50, but adjusted for inflation for the 2000s, that would be like 20 bucks. Oh, you think so? <laughs> I think I get 20 bucks out of them. That'd be out, I'd have to roll it with charisma and then... Uh, I would use it to buy more drinks to feel better about myself. Yeah. yeah. Better about the cost. Yeah. Joe, yeah. You're selling yourself short, Joe. I think you could at least get 50 in 2000. In, in well, I, I, I really appreciate that, Matt. Yeah, nice. you, you make me feel good about myself. That's what we're here for. Man. <laughs> That's what we're here for. All right, Mandy, what are you going to buy? Well, I have boobs, so I feel like I could probably mm. get, get a decent chunk. Cause there's gotta be some desperate, like grocer out there that would pay. So, <laughs> Um, I, I would, I would hope that I would get like a hundred bucks 
and um what i would buy with it god probably like a i'd probably have pizza delivered it's nothing tangible (laughs) nothing responsible like i would probably yeah so you would use it to pay off your debts to your uh bar manager boss then uh, no i feel like i'm good for at least like 18 bucks i feel like i could get around that amount that would be good enough to uh for the for the cab ride home after the night we were about to have so that's <laughs> i think you'd get more too though i oh. i agree with both of you mandy i do believe you could get well over 100 and your your logic is very sound, very sound. oh thank you yeah and and matt i think you're well above 18 well all above right. it all right i'll take it man I'll take it. <laughs> this is yeah this was just for us to lift each other up that's all this was here yeah for. <laughs> I, feel I feel good about i yeah. i feel better too Perfect. how do you feel mandy Oh, well, it, it matters not. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a lady. This happens, you know. I mean. I cared what I felt about myself. I wouldn't be sitting on a leather couch in a basement is what Mandy's thinking. I mean, true story. I, yeah, I wouldn't be a lunch lady at a high school. <laughs> I wouldn't have I wouldn't have a device that I specifically use on a, a bi-daily basis to get my chin hair off of my face. Like, there's just, you know. Yeah, very good. All right. So that is the Facebook question today and we are going to move on speaking of mr Stu mccallister we also have a theme song provided by him and that theme song goes like this box office theme song <laughs> it's time for box office theme song mandy take it away okay i do have to preface this with this is going to be probably the hardest guessing that you guys have had or Ooh. that we've Ooh. had in a long time uh movie go ahead uh, matt uh, listener Stacy on the Twitch chat just said if they paid by the pound, you get a res- I'd get a respectable amount. Which for me, you know, I'm I'm all about it. So let's let's just I mean, assume that's same. the case. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm super dense. If those, so I yeah. Uh, if uh, denser than I look as well. Yeah. Yeah. If Mr. O'Donnell got two fifty, then I'm looking at a huge payday from from that. So all right, hmm. uh, all right, Mandy. Sorry about interrupting. No, that was awesome. That's a very good comment. <laughs> um, all right. Joe, how much do you think it cost to make this movie back in 2000? Mm. I'm going to go with uh, $20 million. Okay. okay. That is a respectable Matt? amount, I would think. Uh, let's just ramp it up a bit and go to 30 I'll say $30 million. <laughs> This movie cost $45 million. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, they they did have to get Tyra Banks in there. So. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. John Goodman, forty-five million. Yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing it probably a big chunk of that went to John Goodman. And extras, yeah, just extras to fill yeah. the bar each. Day. I I I think it was uh, all in the cutouts. I think there was like huge <laughs> amount of money that had to go into those cutouts. And they, they had to buy. It. They had to buy at least two copies of Spider-Man number yeah. 129. So, I mean, that's, yep. that's, <laughs> yeah, that Swayze, like we said, that Swayze is easily $200. We should sell the Swayze and see how much we could auction off the Swayze cutout. There you go. At the bar. There you go. And yeah. then see how much. Just dim the lights a little bit. Get those bitches yeah. drunk enough and they're throwing out a grand for a Patrick Swayze cutout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But 45 mil, man, that's that's hefty. Yeah, that's yeah that, all right, and then that's a lot. There were it, there weren't like explosions or like <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, where did it go? But yeah, okay. I mean, I'm sure there's right. a lot of on location shooting. They had the fucking the house, the bar, the the toll booths area. That yeah, the it. toll booths. I the can't toll remember. Booths, yeah, it, they it wasn't obviously the New York toll booths. It was it was a different location for that. But yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, and um. I don't know. And maybe like uh, to get the music to, like because oh, they had like your unbelievable pour some sugar yeah. on me. 
Yeah. Also, Which, uh, Leanne Rhymes too. They did have a Leanne Rhymes at the end, you know. Yeah, she was pretty big at that point. So, so like having that's just a paid amount and having rights to her music and all that, you know. Right, yeah, and she was so, like on on the bill for one day. She's like, whatever we can do in a day, mm-hmm. you got me. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. All right. So here and here's another one. I don't think you're gonna guess this either. <laughs> sorry. Uh, um, sorry like to it. make to, sorry no. to make loose faith, but no, I appreciate um, it because. Last time I did better than I thought, so it makes sense that I'd level off this time anyway. <laughs> we, gotta, yeah, we're, we brought you up on that previous question. Now we got to knock you back down, Joe. That's what yeah, exa- exactly, exactly. All right, Joe. How much do you think this movie has roughly made, like worldwide gross, up until today? And that's not including the soundtrack, by the way. So okay, with excluding the soundtrack, this is like what the movie itself has made. Yep. Correct. Ooh, I, I'll shoot at um, one hundred and thirty. I'll go crazy. I'll say 130 million. Okay, Matt. I'll give it like 60. Let's say that. It made 114 million dollars. Ah, I was pretty close. Right, yeah, you bad. were. It's, it's ladies dancing on bars. Even people that have no interest would at least give it a look. That's true. You know, <laughs> it's true. I've played other sisters. True. I watched it a hundred times. You know. <laughs> Speaking of people so. giving it a look, I'm very excited to to take the cover of this film and change it. <laughs> our, our faces on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, please make make me uh, make me Tyra. Okay, please. I will do that. Yeah, by, <laughs> your, by your request, we'll make it happen. Yeah, I want to be Zoe. <laughs> All right, that was uh, that was the box office game. Very good. Let's keep rocking along with this. Um, our next game has a theme song provided by listener and comedian Brandon Alberta, and it goes like this: Let's play guess the age. All right, time for Guess the Age. Mandy, take it away. All right, Joe, how old do you think Piper Parabo, who played Violet, was when she was in this movie in 2000? She's Jersey. <laughs> Thir- uh, I I would... Mm, 28. Okay, Matt? I'm going to say 26. She was 24. This okay, is going to be a 20, good one. Wow. This is fun. She was, that's a lot younger than I thought she was. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, for sure. I guess lower than I should have, too. Matt, that's good. Uh, just uh, one second, Mandy, between this, I'm just going to throw out a couple more of these clips when I get a chance to. Yeah. Uh, this is Jersey's yeah. introduction, by the way. This is- I like it. Shut up. <laughs> I'd like you to meet my new girl, whose name is... Violet. Some Lenny Kravitz in the background. Jersey. <laughs> Jersey is an ex-kindergarten teacher and a former nun who just escaped from the convent and is tired of being the only virgin in New York City. <laughs> and then she was just murdered by 18 guys from the bar just then. Like, yeah. Right? <laughs> they're, they're all waiting for her outside. Uh, <laughs> it, she, her conflict resolution skills, though, through the roof. Oh, yeah. You know, she she had some real high high level conflict resolution. Really I feel, I do feel like her survival instincts are horrible with how many times she's just like waiting in dark alleys at night by herself. Yep. Like, yeah, yeah. A lot of lowly walking around at night. Yeah, I'm like, guessing that doesn't happen. How else are you going to make it? How else are you going to make it in New York if you're not out there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you on the pavement, you know, doing your Playing thing. the piano on the top of a building. Yeah. You know, that's, that's <laughs> right. how you... Because you got to be careful out there. Because your crazy-ass <laughs> neighbor won't stop knocking your shit off the walls. Yeah. Yeah. And she's also dressed all like hoary. Like you, you should put on a. You, you need to put on a snowsuit or something, or like, like you have a jacket on up there, right? 
just like throw up on yourself, you know, <laughs> while you're walking down the street. Just you know, make yourself less desirable. Right. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um. Uh, all right. Next. All right. Adam Garcia, who played Kevin O'Donnell. Joe, how old do you think he was? Oh, he. I think it was like thirty-two. Okay, Matt. Twenty-eight. Yeah, he was twenty-seven. Okay. 27. Okay. Yeah. And he Good. is from Australia. It was funny because I was waiting for someone to say that he had a shitty accent. Terrible so accent. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I could be yeah. like, no, he's actually Australian. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't, I'm glad I didn't say it. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do love, you know, like when when people get made fun of for having horrible accents and then they're like, dude, I'm British. I'm right. Like, right. Yes. Yeah. And it was there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Stacy got it right, <laughs> gotta, on the, right on the nose in the Twitch chat. She said 27. Nice job. All right. Nice. Good job. Good on you. Uh, um, all right. How old do you think John Goodman was, Joe? <laughs> in 2000? Uh huh. Then, oh, shoot. Um, 51? Okay. Okay. I'd be guessing high there. I'll be guessing high. Uh, man, I don't know. He's Because he's a big guy, you already put a few years on him, I think, too. Uh, uh, um, I was going to immediately be like, I don't know, like 55. I'll say 55. He was 48. Okay. Yeah. 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 Ah, that's what I, I was thinking. I was like, that. that's right at the age where he might have not hit 50 yet. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, yeah. And, yeah. Okay. and his on-screen daughter was still young enough where it would kind of make sense almost. You know? Sure. All right. Yes. yes. All right. And just because you brought her up a bunch of times, I wasn't even going to say anything. But how old do you think Tyra Banks was, Joe? Well, at that age, she would have she would have been closer to thirty, but I'll say, yeah, like twenty nine. Okay, Matt. Thirty five. She was twenty seven. Okay. Mm. All right, and then just to make myself feel horrible, I will read out uh, Maria Bello, who plays Lil, who I called the older chick that I wanted uh-huh. to be. She she's thirty three. Oh so my god! There's no luck in my life. Thirty three. She was 33. No way. All right. Um, oh. Is- Isabella Miko that played Tammy was 29. Uh, Bridget Monahan was 29. She played Rachel, the bitch. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Melanie, who played who, uh, Linsky, who played Gloria, um, that Matt didn't like the friend. Yeah, the friend. She was 23. Yeah. But so these women were like basically 30 and looked yeah. fucking amazing dancing on a bar. Yeah. Yeah, they did. I do want to say um, the friend, Gloria, she had a great part in the movie when she got married and uh, they went to the wedding and they were still not quite reconciled. The father and the daughter weren't like talking yet. Um, and she was like, I just want to have one picture of you dancing with your father. And she like brings him up there and she's like, by your father, he's a 10. And she's like, he's an 11, a 12 sometimes. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was the part that Kevin Smith wrote. Oh yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <A> good part. <laughs> all right, move. Oh, that was the end, right, Manny? You got all the. Yeah, yep, yeah, that was it. Let's move along to our next game, and that game also has hmm. a theme song. Sorry, and I did just remember too. I don't know if you guys watch House, but the guy that um, Gloria is marrying was a character on House as well. He, she okay. looked at him, and we're like, mm. oh, I, he dated Cuddy, so. Okay. All right. Whoa. All right. Okay. Next game has a theme song that goes like this. Ooh, that sound. Speaking of Jared Hibbs, here he is. Did you hear that sound? <laughs> Ooh, that sound. Uh. The sound that just played you. Um, and I would like.
like to say that I would totally purchase Jared Hibbs to cook me food and make me pot brownies. Oh, so, yeah. Jared, yeah. you are worth way more than zero. And I oh, promise yeah. that in the end, you would buy something good with it, not depression. <laughs> not depression. Jared, Jared is what Kevin Samuels calls a high-value man. That's what I say. <laughs> All right. He's a high-value man. <laughs> All right, so this is called What's That Sound? And this is, again, okay. I take a sound from the film. I play it for you out loud, and you tell me what's happening on screen during this sound. I've got three of them today. A couple of them are easy. One of them is a little Ooh. more difficult. We'll see how it goes. Wow. All right, the first one is going to sound like this. All right, can you tell me what that is? Do you need to hear it again? No, is this? I'll go first. Yeah, or I can. I, that's when yeah, John. Yeah, this is to Goodman's, you first. Okay. Yeah, this is when John Goodman's happy. He's ringing all the bells and stuff. That's at the uh, at the, the toll booth. The toll booth. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Yes, that's he's at the toll booth, all stoked. Yep, that's what they affectionately refer to as a one, two, three at the toll booths when they just turn on. Uh, all oh, yeah. the old one, two, three. That's right. <laughs> they turn on all the lights. So nice job. Very good there. All right, let's get another one. We'll say this one's next. What do you think happened there? I can play it again if you want. Yeah, nope, play nope. it again. Okay, oh, no, you got it? No, that's I, okay. I think go. I got it. I think I got it. I, that's when the lights cut out dark when she was singing on her. That is correct. Yep. That's oh, my gosh. Yeah. Good job. I'm so yeah. They tripped the breakers at the club. Nice job. Yep. Right. And number three is going to sound like this. Oh, no. Uh-oh. He was going to go three for three. He might be striking. I thought I had three. I need to hear it again. I yeah, I think you'll get it. Here you go. That's when Goodman hits his toe or hits his leg, isn't it? Close yeah. enough. Yeah. He, after he broke his leg in the accident, he puts his foot up on the stool. and then On the stool. It was on the stool. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's close, but I don't know if that's close enough. It's close enough. I knew it was a leg injury, but... He hurt himself in the leg. Good enough for me. Yeah. Three for three. Nice job. All right. You didn't need Mandy's help. <laughs> no, that was amazing. Good job. Yeah, I'm happy. I didn't do too bad there. Hey, when they, when they, the lights shut off, I was like, when, when were they in a gym? Like, <laughs> that's what it sounded like. I was like, I don't yeah, remember like this part. It's a group of people getting quiet in a giant room. That's all it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, hey, what? Like, how do we make that sound like something? <laughs> Next game, of course, has its own theme song, and it's provided by movie uh, movie lover Stacy in the chats and Twitch. Uh, but we refer to Stacy as listener Stacy on the show, uh, so she's been the one that's been uh, continuing to chat with us uh, throughout the episode today. Uh, all right, the uh, theme song goes like this: First, Matt plays a backwards clip, then he plays some forward clips. Then he gets to pick your brain to see which two clips are the same. Backwards, forwards, backwards, forwards. Let's play, let's play backwards, forwards. All right, it is time for backwards, forwards. This is where we take a forward phrase from the film and I reverse it. I'm going to play it for you backwards. I'll play it several times for you to get a feel of what's happening. It's going to sound like mumbled garbage because it's backwards. Then I'm going to give you four options and you tell me which one of them is the forward-facing phrase. All right, first one. We have two of these today. First one's going to go like this. I'm going to play you just the backward part over and over again, and then we'll continue on. Ready? Here we go. All right, that's just the backward part. Now we'll play the whole thing again. Okay. Here we go. Her New Year's resolution is short-haired hunting dogs, passion for long walks. See Barbara in, huh? 
right. It's got the Australian accent, so that's throwing a curveball in there too. Yep, yep, yep. But if you want, um, to that, I can play it again if you need. You play it one more time for me. Sure. Here we go. You're looking for is it one, two, three, or four? Here we go. Okay. Her New Year's resolution: short-haired hunting dogs, passion for long walks, see barbering, huh? I think it's three. Okay, Mandy, what do you got? Yeah, I agree. Definitely three. three. And uh, Stacy in the chat says three. Also, uh, Brian says one. And uh, the correct answer is number three. Very good. Hey, good picks. Good picks, Andy. <laughs> good picks, everybody in the chat. Yeah, passion for long walks. Very good. All right. Yeah, yeah everyone but Brian. Yeah. Brian, you suck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good picks, everyone but Brian. But you're playing, man. And we like you. We're happy you're here. It's okay. You're a valued Brian's person. A, Brian's a friend of ours. <laughs> and Brian, I would pay $50 for you if we auctioned you off. I don't know what you look like, buddy, because sure. you're playing the game with us. So. Right, because of all the cutouts that you have. You get it. Yeah. yeah. He wants a date to come over and look at all your weird shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He'll buy that uh, Adventures in Babysitting cutout from you. <laughs> Perfect. Number two, next game or next clip from uh, Backwards Forwards uh, is going to sound like, again, I'll just play the backward part over and over again. Here we go. By far one of the most absurd backward phrases we've had. That sounds like a Ramstein song. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. One more time. Okay. <laughs> okay, we'll start. Hold again. on. Yeah, just start over. Be, yep, this will be the front to back. Here we go. We're going to do backwards and then four options. Here it is. His name Sandy Rosenfeld. Ex husband is a CPA with pre grown kids. Favorite artist is Van Gogh. All right, so we've got number one. His name Sandy Rosenfeld. Number two. Ex-husband is a CPA. Number three. With pre-grown kids. And number four. Favorite artist is Van Gogh. What do you got? I think it's the last one. Number four. Okay. But hey, man, those it's tricky. The, the cadence of it sounds like number four, but I'm gonna say mm-hmm. number one just to be out, just to be devil's advocate. Cover, hey, cover now one. we're gonna find out. Yep. That's what uh, I was thinking. And then we too. also have movie lover Stacy in the chat says number four, so she, okay. she's on board with you, Joe. Uh, the correct birds answer- up but not but meal. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is the chorus to every Rammstein song. Uh, yeah. The, the correct answer is number four. So nice job. Yay, hey, good job. Good job. Good job Killing the game. All right, and speaking nice. of the game, that is the last of the games. So that that uh, finished out strong. Very good. Very nice. good job. Nice. So this is the point in the podcast where we ask you, Joe, is there anything that you wanted to talk about this movie that we did not get a chance to talk about yet? You well, I feel like I, I established my distaste for the cutouts pretty well. Sure, yep. That um, no. <laughs> uh, I actually, looking back at it, what I realized that I didn't realize then, and it's something about being older, was just how much they were making people who probably couldn't dance look like they were dancing with like one second and three second cuts. So I could only imagine being in the room when they were doing that. And they're like, all right, action. And they just are shaking for like five seconds. They're like, cut. That's good. We'll do that. Like five dicks, five, six different times. During we're going to do like five dicks. And yeah, then half cuts. need a couple boot turns, but no one's going to really dance for three minutes. We're not doing any of that. You right. know, 
But because it, it does give the impression of it when you look at it, it, you can see people kind of doing a move, but you're like, I don't think they have a second move, but the first <laughs> move's cut out real well a lot of different times. That's me. And not only that, but it's just the, so you're, you're positive it's that it's not the it's, actual people, which, the actors doing it. Yeah. Yes. And which is why people probably have foot fetishes to this day, Mandy. Yep. I think yeah. you're. It yeah, all started with the movie Footloose in the beginning Footloose. when they just show all the feet. Yeah. Started right. Yep. Dad says he can't dance. Gets all the way down to Coyote do- Ugly. Danced on the bar. It's a connection. It is true. It's basically the same movie. Yeah. Got, <laughs> yeah. Oh, same thing. It started with Footloose. It went on to the Breakfast Club scene where they just dance. <laughs> yeah. Feet, right? Jumping here. punches in the air. Um, <laughs> Matt, <laughs> one thing I think that we didn't hear, and I, I'm not sure if the listeners want to or not, is maybe some of the songs. I do have a couple. So mm. yeah, like I think okay. Let's. I was mm-hmm. just gonna skip over them if we didn't need them, but uh, let's see. Here we go. Here's "Can't Fight the Moonlight." Well, this is her debut at the. Uh, mm-hmm. Here. This is the end. Yep. All right. We get it. The nice build, the band plays, the music, the lights come. Hold on, you gotta, you gotta let it go for a second. Yeah, right here. Oh well, too late now. Oh, you fucker! (laughs) (laughs) That it's gonna get flagged if we don't talk over it. It's gonna get flagged for like copyright. Oh, copywriting. Yeah, I get that. That's why that thing. That's why this thing costs forty-five million. We gotta mind our p's and q's. <laughs> if we talk over it, it's considered commentary and it's fair use at that point, I think. I think that's mm-hmm. how it works. Uh, all right. And so the next one that I have, I just had her uh, songwriting session on the rooftop. So mm-hmm. uh, here's that one. Better song, in my opinion, than the one at the end. I thought this song was a better yeah. song. honestly feel like just hearing those like that even just that clip will make people go back to hulu and watch it that yeah. we're, they're like oh fuck i gotta watch this movie now yeah i remember that <laughs> or at least go grab yeah. the soundtrack for the evening and, and hang out for sure it. it kicked me back and like listening to the music really did make me think of uh the time and the era yeah. again like it, it was such a it's such a time yeah. warp but it's uh it's like a locked in piece of nostalgia for me so I forgot the lyrics until I heard it. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wow, I actually remember every song that Jersey sang. <laughs> yeah, it comes floating back in. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It and it's and they're not great songs, but when you were a kid, they were fucking oh, amazing songs. No, that's, You're like, yeah. That's top notch there for a kid. That's for me, that's like ninth, tenth grade sing it to my girlfriend stuff. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Write her a love letter with some coyote ugly lyrics and uh, so this movie is like rife for one of those like remakes into a musical i don't know why they never did that with this movie because this is on the edge of being a musical anyway just with the amount of musical performances they have in this film it wouldn't take Uh more than just a couple of a couple more performances for it to be a full-blown musical so oh my god you're so right that's a that's a great point yeah yeah anybody's out there making movies right now you know just make it happen that'll be it'll be worth the watch i promise all right, yeah. maybe coming to your local high school drama. Coyote, <laughs> coyote, coyote, coyote ugly. Coyote ugly. 
uh, through the stage. Yeah, a bunch of, bunch of kids in whore boots up on. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, this one's devil went down to Georgia. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so that brings us basically to the end of the the podcast, Joe. Uh, we talked about the stuff we didn't. Uh, you know, we didn't we didn't cover. Uh, Mandy, was there anything that you wanted to hit on that we didn't cover? No, I, I wanted to make sure we heard some songs for the Perfect. listeners. But okay. mm-hmm. All right. So the next question, Joe, is uh, we asked all of our guests at the end, uh, kind of a gauge on what you thought about the film. Would you watch this movie again? I would watch the movie again with other people who had watched it when it first came out. Okay. But I would never tell anyone who hasn't seen it to go watch it under any pretense. Okay. All right. That it's good. Maybe that, a teenage that it's, girl. Like, it's really good or anything. I, I don't, <laughs> someone who's watched it when it came out, I would love to watch it again with them. Worth a rewatch, but not worth, yeah. not, not the initial watch now. I, part. yes, okay. I think so. Mandy, what about you? Would you watch this movie? Again? Yeah, I'll watch it again. Right. It's very, it's very good to have playing when you're cleaning or like doing something mm-hmm. Yeah, because it has that like soundtrack in the back. So sure. yeah. And when Kate's old enough, you know, to see slutty dancing, which <laughs> Yeah, honestly, in twenty twenty two, she's seven. Maybe when she's eight. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, yeah, yeah. When this yeah. goes to the Disney Channel, when they start playing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this uh, this is actually way more tame than most of like the dances that she sees uh, on YouTube shorts. So it's honestly, more tame mm-hmm. than I remembered it being too. Even me, I really, yeah, me too. I remembered it being a lot more like slutty dancing on the bar, and I mean, clearly there was a bunch of water flying and crazy skimpy outfits, but it was not nearly as like raunchy as i thought it would be for some mm-hmm. reason um for I me mean, honestly it would be better if it had been yeah yeah maybe <laughs> if yeah. they could make yeah. this rated r it would be yeah. so much better could have made it a little dirtier in my opinion yeah, you know right. <laughs> <laughs> i want to see some actual sex scenes like going on yeah. you know that's not a hill I want to die on, though. In, the, in this, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna say that the next time I'm on stage, I'm gonna talk about why we all need to watch Coyote Ugly again. It's, it's a good thing for everyone too. And really, all I needed was just like a couple side boobs. It would have been great, man. That's all I needed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah really closest, needed, I think they. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. The I closest just, you got was the silhouette of her putting her shirt on, and I yeah. was like, I'm like, come on, like. We just just to show it here. Just show yeah. it. Dennis, Dennis Reynolds, it, you know, show everything. That's no. it. That's <laughs> um, all right. So oh, that's terrible. Gonna, we're, we're getting down to the end of stuff. And this is the point where we ask you uh, for plugs. Joe, do you got anything coming up in the world that you want people to look at or be pointed toward? Yeah, you mentioned it earlier in the show, but um, I'm doing I'm hosting a show in my hometown called The Everett Promise. It's a show that goes uh, all the proceeds for it go to. People that are graduating from my hometown, that it's a smaller community. We don't have a lot of money. And a lot of people that even get to college struggle with the payments for it. So all the money for that night goes towards uh, people that have a certain grade point average that are graduating from high school heading off to college. Wow. And it's a super fun night. We do raffles. Last time we did it, we raffled off a... I raffled off a Mossberg rifle and a Gucci bag and a <laughs> bottle of whiskey that had been drank out of for $80. So it's a wild <laughs> night, but we do, we do it for a good reason, baby. So yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I hope those all yeah. the same person and they had a hell of a night. <laughs> I think everyone shared everything. I think everyone shared everything. Someone maybe shot a hole in the Gucci purse. That's right. Yeah. Who, know, who knows what happened after the show was over, <laughs> but yeah. I, and other than that, um, this isn't just a plug for myself, but just that there's a lot of really good comedy going on in Grand Rapids. So if there's anyone around Grand Rapids, 
There are open mics almost every night of the week that are free to go to. And then there's some other um, features from like companies like Demented Peach that are up. So if yeah. anyone likes stand-up comedy, there's a lot of good shows that are going on right now that are easy to get to. So I encourage people to check them out online, like Michigan Comedy Lovers on Facebook or yeah. uh, Instagram pages. So very good. Yeah. Uh, before I get to your uh, answer for this question, Mandy, I did want to pipe in real quick. Uh, Brian in the chat said, I'm sure they made this movie in the hopes that one day in the back, uh, it would be played in the background while people were cleaning. Like that was. The <laughs> <laughs> they said this is a $45 million investment to some cleaning background music. <laughs> Uh, Stacy said, thanks Very for the good. episode. I look forward to it every week. Good luck with the new job. Oh. That was for me. Thank you. I didn't announce that awesome. before the podcast recording, but I just accepted a new job. So, yeah. yeah oh, good for awesome. you. Good for you. Thanks. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Brian has the idea. Maybe you should auction off some podcast hosts at that uh, show you're doing. Maybe we can make hey, that. Hey, I think that actually makes a great. You guys want to come up on March 12th? You want to <laughs> get it? I'll do it. Let's do it. Let's auction you guys off for, for kids. You need an extra. <laughs> You need an extra eighteen dollars. I'm there, man. You, you know, Heck yeah, I'm good for it. Oh, I know. I, I'm the auctioneer. I know. Like I said, I I can guarantee I can get you up over I mean, fifty. Easy. My whole we're thing going, would be like, up. I'd be like, I have boobs. Yeah, I'll I'll introduce it for that. I'd be like, Mandy. Mandy's got a pretty strong pitch. Everybody, she says she's got boobs. I believe her. Yeah. Why don't we go with seeing? We started a hundred dollars. I just need that. I'll just give you that giant speeding Gonzalez plush. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, Hey, if you can, uh, if you don't mind fronting the money to get it shipped up there, uh, yeah, I'll take it, buddy. <laughs> it costs more to ship it than you make. On I was going to say, or you could just donate $150 right. and be better yeah. off. <laughs> That's great. Mandy, do you have anything you want to point people toward? Uh, yeah, real quick. I am going to be at Traveler's Pub um, on the 24th. It is my first time going up in two years, so yeah. I'm nervous. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'll do, I'm going to do some new stuff, but I'll throw in some old zingers in case my new stuff sucks. Sure. So um, that's hosted by Jared Hibbs, who is a guest and listener. And um, yeah. So, but again, like go out and do some, see some local comedy. I love mo a lot of it's free and it's, it's, uh, it's a good time. For sure. For me, uh, yeah. I, I just did a show last night. I did a show for fresh ghost comedy up in Grand Rapids at, Huck's Cider House. Yep. Good folks up there. Yeah. yeah. There were only about six or eight people in the audience and it was a yeah. hell of a show, man. Like yeah. I, I, I started out going, this is going to be God awful. And then by the end of my set, I was like, this is great. Like I've had yeah. much worse shows in front of many more people. And I yeah. was so happy that I did it. It was at the point yep. where I was going to be like, do we like, do you want to just not pay me and I'll just go home? Like, do you want me to? <laughs> <laughs> got started but then i was like fuck it yeah. we'll, we'll put it we'll we'll soldier on and we'll see what happens and it was a great yep. show i was pretty proud of it so. fresh nice. ghost is another great one a lot of great comedy going not just yeah i forgive me not even just grand rapids all over yeah jared hibbs is great ricarlo and tim doing fresh ghosts yeah. lots of good stuff in comedy and i'm glad That's you're coming nice. back mandy i'm excited about that thanks <laughs> i i'm a little nervous but i I'm oh you'll have crush it I'm going to have some lunch lady support come in to see me. So very good, very they're, good. they're never going to look at me the same probably at work. But what no, I mean, that's if great. you want to see more of the stuff that I do that's not comedy related, I, I've started a, a TikTok, which I'm too old for TikTok, but you know, mm. you can. Uh, and it's got my artwork on it. So it's Matt Harper art on TikTok. If you want to go check that out, it's pretty sweet. Um, and then otherwise, uh, follow us on Instagram. You can see the posters that we make, like we talked about earlier. 
Uh, we're going to take the Coyote Ugly poster and change it around with all of our faces on it instead. So you'll be able to see that on our Instagram channel, which is at uh, another episode podcast on Instagram. And uh, otherwise, I mean, I normally don't have a real way to end this other than play a clip at the end. Otherwise, I just kind of keep on rambling. Uh, and today, that clip, I didn't plan ahead for. Oh, Toddlers and Dockers. Do you have the Toddlers and Dockers one? I don't. No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll just pick a random one that we haven't played yet, and it's going to sound like this. Did people come here to see me? Say something. The guys are putting your picture up in their booths. I got to go. Get up early. Dad, it's just a bar. All right, good enough. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a sad note. To I love on. it. I love it. <laughs> I got to go. I got to get up early. <laughs> yeah, that's me too. I'm out of here, guys. Thank you so much. All right. uh, thanks again for being on the show. And everybody, uh, go listen to more episodes. Okay, bye. Bye.